Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Robots Radio presents... to the cyberpunk lorecast where style is just as important as substance welcome to the podcast where we explore the lore news and gameplay of the cyberpunk games and other dystopian worlds i'm your host robots hey there cyberpunks this is the cyberpunk lorecast this is the podcast where we ask the question, what if? And today, I'm your host, Tom of Robots, and I'm here with my wonderful co-host, the captain of the high seas, Captain Logan. We are. It's spooky <laughs> Halloween month. I'm so excited. Yay. I'm not dressing up. I'm not giving out con candy. I'm going to stay con- inside. Con candy. For, yeah. I'm. And by the way, you were going to say corn? condoms, weren't you? no well i mean i could hand those out but i mean I, little... I, it would just it wouldn't really do any service to anyone <laughs> i don't think but uh hey candy corn's still absolutely disgusting i that's, like candy that's corn my ted talk nope it's I like candy corn. wax and sugar and it is terrible you're crazy no candy corn's all right you know mm. what i don't like tootsie rolls i'm fine with tootsie rolls yeah, i'd rather have candy amazing. corn I can eat. I would rather. I would much rather eat a tootsie roll over candy corn any day. Candy all corn right, is all right. All right. Filthy. All right. Everybody. Everybody. Write us. Letting. Let us know what your absolute. I. This is disgusting. Candy is for this season. Um. But anyway. Hey, we're back. And yeah. for this month, with the whole popularity of the What If series, uh, the Marvel What If series on Netflix. No, not Netflix. I'm Disney. It's on Disney Plus. What am I? What am <laughs> I just, doing? You defaulted. <laughs> I just defaulted to Netflix. Um, sorry, sorry, Disney Plus. On Disney Plus, we've decided. Uh, Logan and I here have been just talking, and we've decided to do a What If series for this month about Cyberpunk 2077. And so, Logan, audience. I want you to go with me. I'm going to take you on a mental journey here for our first what if episode. So, you you know, the what if episodes where you have like the what's the guy's name with the big head? The Watcher. The Watcher. Yeah. And he's and he's and he's got that ominous, ominous voice. I can't do the cool voice, but I can I can take you on a journey. I want you to imagine. Imagine. Night City. The night. Of the. 
it's not really an assault on Arasaka Tower, but the, uh, the, the night that V and Jackie are sneaking in to Arasaka Tower. And they're in the room where they find the chip. And then all hell breaks loose. Remember this? Remember the oh, situation? Yeah. And the guards are chasing them. They're sliding down the side of the building. They break through the glass. V rolls over and looks at Jackie. And Jackie says that he's not going to make it. Remember this? Remember this? Oh, yeah. This, this is, is a very traumatic this moment. This is a very traumatic moment. And at this moment, he pulls the chip out of his head and hands it to V. Right? Because the chip has to be plugged in somewhere. It's not going to survive unless it's plugged in. V realizes that V needs to plug it into V's head. Jackie's not going to make it. And I'm going to posit the question for this episode. What if we roll that back a little bit? They break through the glass. They hit the ground. And Jackie survives. So we're in an alternate universe where Jackie isn't shot. And yes. he's living. He's alive. He puts the chip in. Yes. And V is still running. Right. Because him. up to this moment, the, the first thing that happens when you find the chip, <coughs> Jackie grabs it and plugs it in. V never has the option to plug it in until Jackie realizes he's not going to make it. Yep. And then hands it to you. So uh, in a world, in a world, in a in an alternate universe where Jackie isn't shot and isn't dying, he doesn't have a reason to remove the chip. So here's my first question. We're, we're designing our what if episode. What if Jackie Wells survives Arasaka Tower? What happens? They leave Arasaka Tower. The limo comes they? and gets them. The limo comes and gets them. I'm assuming okay. they make it out. Right. They're both alive. Yeah. They're both mobile. They're, they're wounded, but they're both mobile. They both get in the Delamain limo. Yeah. Delamain drives them away. Jackie's alive, beat up, but alive. The chip is in his head. So this is this is going to be really interesting because already right off the bat, we know that they're heading back to Dexter Deshaun to re bring back the relic. The trouble is, is that Dexter's still going to be upset about the relic not being in good condition. Uh, T-Bug yeah, is still in. potentially dead from sure. what we know. Yes. I mean, the, the whole, everything else has gone to shit, right? Like yeah. the situation did not go as planned. Everybody knows the relic has been taken. Arasaka is on high alert. Everything's everything's messed up but they got out and jackie so alive. here's here's where i think the interesting story that i would love to see is jackie is alive he's still well but now he has the relic in his head and he still has v in good shape to help him mm -hmm. they meet up over at the uh no-tell motel to uh see how dexter's doing instead of dexter and his guy taking and shooting v now we have Jackie and V meeting up with Dexter. Dexter's a little back on, on the back foot because he wasn't expecting both of them at this point. And Jackie and V managed to take down 
and whole or uh, uh, suppress. They kill the bodyguard and they they get they Dexter get it. disarmed. They get they they get, they kind of understand what's going to happen and they prepare for it. Yeah. Yeah. And they killed Dexter. They take Dexter out. And now Jackie is going to take over Dexter's job. Okay, so so let's pause it here because the other big thing that's going on here isn't with Dexter, it's with Johnny on the chip. Mm-hmm. And Johnny asserts control over V when V is shot. Yep. And somehow reboots V. Yeah. We ha- and and this is a mysterious situation that occurs in it. This is this is like V's resurrection in a way where yeah. V seemingly is shot in the head and should be dead and I'm we're, we're to assume that if the chip wasn't in there, if Johnny wasn't in there and able to somehow stabilize the brain or something or his will wasn't exerted on V's brain that that wouldn't be able to happen or something. That's a good question. It's very Would, vague. Like if if the body wasn't devoid of any light, like any mental life, would Johnny still be able to activate? Would it activate? Would and, the chip have actually activated? That's a really solid question. And if it didn't activate in a, maybe it would still be active, but it wouldn't be able to take such a strong hold of the brain the way because V went basically brain dead long enough for the chip to grab a very strong hold of his yeah. mind right it's it's like it was able to migrate in to the empty space in a mind that is like while jackie was aware and plugged the chip in there was no negative yeah we didn't see anything happen it's not like all of a sudden johnny started you know trying to take over jackie's body and there was like a fight inside or something like there was no yeah. negative ramifications of that so would we see would would a the chip stay dormant or b would the chip slowly start integrating into jackie's brain in a subconscious way would he start getting like <laughs> nightmares or dreams about jackie about uh johnny or yeah. would johnny start showing up as like visions in the distance or you know sounds you know like how would that assert itself what do you so I, I, what do you think i thought of two ways that this could go and you you kind of you kind of saw the the fork that i created with uh dexter getting killed mm-hmm. they need a body to frame for the theft dexter's now dead so jackie can take over dexter deshaun's role they take the chip out of jackie and they put it into dexter so dexter becomes so johnny becomes dexter johnny takes mm-hmm. over dexter so Dexter becomes in uh, altered carbon terms a sleeve for Johnny. Yeah. Wow, that would be awesome because he totally looks nothing like Johnny because that's yep. that's that's hilarious. So there's a huge cognitive dissonance between Johnny now taking over and now Johnny sees what happened is still still he he knows based on what and, and this is kind of like he finds out what Jackie did and he's he's grateful that he has a body but now he wants to be the best merc in town the best solo in town again and now you are being hunted by a dexter deshaun that is being controlled by johnny <laughs> wait wait so he like, he comes after you yeah because he wants to be on top again oh his so ego he, has taken over and all this time arasaka is trying to get at him or and you and trying to figure out 
how to get at him through you and also get to him at the same time. So you've got kind of this three faction situation going on. Yeah. So Arasaka is coming after you for answers. So you got Goro breathing down your neck, trying to figure out what the hell happened to right. this chip. Right. And, Goro, and you never bonded with Goro and nope. Goro never in Goro. Nope. Does Goro get blamed for it? At the end, Goro is tasked uh, with this because the the he's he he can like in this it's it's unclear what happens to him. Like I haven't thought that too far out, but mm -hmm. I know like Goro is now trying to get answers the same way he was. But he's he's no longer an ally with you. He is still working for Arasaka, right? Because uh, we know that that Arasaka or that um, Saburo's daughter uh knew the whole time right so right. now they're just trying to get back the ship now that they know that it's still in good shape right um you've got a johnny controlled dexter Deshawn still calling in favors and talking to mercs because it looks like dexter right but it is acting like johnny right and and johnny Rogue can pull up starts... dexter's memories and things and play the part when he needs yeah. to but it's freaking johnny yeah right so now you've now you've still got jo jackie who's trying to trying to become uh, a fixer and take over Dexter stuff while Dexter comes back halfway through and you start recognizing that Dexter's still alive because he was missing before and now he's back again and then he was missing for a short time and now he's back as Johnny so everyone just thought that Dexter was just gone for a little bit but now he's back mm -hmm. and now Johnny is now trying to use Dexter's ties to put a hit out on you and Jackie. And now it's you and Jackie versus Arasaka's enforcement trying to get a hold of the relic. And it's Dexter Deshaun coming after you because Johnny wants to regain his control over what's going on. And Rogue can't figure out why Dexter is trying to be so cuddly with her. So she kind of sees what's up <laughs> okay. and is going to try and help you. All right. All right. Okay. So does this does this mean that we finally get the like full buddy Jackie V game that we've that we've been wanting? Yeah, this is this is the game where where Jackie survives. You get to see the relationship between him and Misty grow. You get to meet, you know, uh, uh, Parker and you get to meet Judy and all of them still. There's still some of that. But the difference is, is that some of the ties that you make to some of those other solos and other fixers is heated because now there's your word versus Dexter's mm -hmm. and what Dexter's trying to do. So your 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 relationship with Wakako is still really strong because she knows who you are and what you guys can do. And she's willing to help you because she may never have liked Dexter to begin with. But Padre may see what's going on with, with Dexter and think, you know, they've had a longer relationship. So you may have to rely on Mr. Hansmore, who's kind of off off the books, doing stuff on his own to help get you stuff that you need to take care of some of the people that Dexter's throwing at you. Right. I could also see a bigger a bigger role for the voodoo boys in this, which I'm sure you would love because oh, yeah. they would be very interested in helping you help them get a hold of the chip or or turn it the other way and have it so that, you know, what if Dexter recruits the voodoo boys and Johnny promises them the, the, the tech of the relic right. when he's done right. cleaning out the, the you and Jackie. Right. And then there's a who, who, who's trusting who situation. Yeah. Like you go to the voodoo boys, you promise them you'll help them get the, the tech. If you help take out Dexter, 
slash Johnny because he's in the way, but then they, they're working on a deal on the side with him. And then who do you trust? Yeah. You could, you could totally play that as well, man. Okay. So that was, that was one of the ways that I was going to go. The other way that I was going to go was you kill Dexter. Jackie becomes the new fixer and something happens with the relic because it's malfunctioning Mm -hmm. that it triggers Johnny. And now Johnny is in Jackie and now Johnny's aggressive. So, okay. Yeah. Cause we could pause here. Like there could be a situation where Jackie's still shot, but he survives. Like he goes into like a coma or something. You drag him out of the building, put him in the Delamain. He passes out. He goes into a coma. He wakes up and Johnny is now active. Mm. Same kind of situation to what V went through, but without the trauma to the head, but like loss of blood causes loss of blood to the brain, some sort of trauma, but the Delamain is able to get him to uh, maybe trauma team comes in trauma team whisks in because you're on the company card, you know, or, or whatever. And you know, they're able to like bring him back to life fast enough, but instead of Jackie waking up, it's Jackie and Johnny yeah so I, I wanted to ask you what if johnny's in with jackie how do you think that johnny's personality is going to mesh with misty's relationship to jackie oh that, we know i didn't expect you to go here first okay can we can we back up a little first yeah yeah yeah, yeah okay. we can go back a little because, bit because because my first question is before we even get to any of Jackie's relationships is how does Johnny's personality mesh with Jackie? Because we know how Johnny's personality meshes with V because we make those choices, right? We can either be very confrontational with Johnny. We can be very, you know, like, okay, let's try to work this out. This sucks, but let's try to work it out. You know, like you get to make those choices in the game. You get to see where they go. You get to decide how that works out in the end. Like we get to live through that. But Mm -hmm. Jackie's a very different kind of person. Jackie is both. um, He's he's like the cuddly teddy bear that if you push him too far, especially when it comes to people that he cares about, he puts his foot down and he becomes like a brick wall. Yeah. Right. Like, so I get the whole like, okay, okay. Like, I, I have a feeling like the first time Johnny pops up in his head, he'd be like, whoa whoa what's going on here buddy who are you what's going on like he's, he's going to be like just feeling it out but then mm-hmm. as soon as he starts realizing that like this isn't supposed to be happening he would probably get very aggressive very quickly and then he would realize okay aggression isn't working and he would probably end up being very confused and he so would this... rely on v for a lot of emotional support so When I thought about like, what would Jackie be like with a Johnny in his head? The first thing that came to mind was the goals of each. Uh, Johnny always wants to be on top. He wants to be the, the, the person on everyone's mind. Right. And Jackie also wants to be on top. He wants to be the best solo in night city. And those two things lead you down a path that really does kind of like push Jackie to do whatever it takes to become the best solo. Yeah. The, the, the twist on that is that with that ambition comes Johnny's arrogance is his tendency to be very aggressive and his willingness to, to kind of womanize. 
I also uh, I also think that he would see Jackie as being just kind of a total goof. Yeah. Um. And and not up to snuff. Whereas he would act like his dad. Yeah. He would be like, all right, listen, you got to you got to you got to be better than this. <laughs> like he'd be like he'd be talking down to him all the time. He does that to V a little bit, but V very quickly shows that V is capable. Yeah, V bite V tends to bite back. I think v, v, Jackie V bites back and shows that V is very capable. Like Yeah. I think Jackie would yeah. be capable, but I think Jackie would start to fall in line. And I think some of those aggressive tendencies that Johnny has mm-hmm. would start to come out. Like you'd start to see that short fuse in Jackie. Yeah, and I think and he I think, I think he would get, get very little... aggressive and, and and miserable. I think he would end up being very Yeah. upset. Um and and would require a lot of emotional help from V. I I think that's really where that story goes. And then that that okay. So once you've established that, now now you end up with how does that affect the characters around Jackie? And yep. now you end up with a more aggressive, more emotionally drained Jackie, and that puts a lot of weight on his relationships. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think so. That's where I come to the question of of. Um, like, and this is going to be a weird reference, but uh, recently I watched Little Shop of Horrors. Okay. And uh-huh. Little Shop of Horrors, you've got Audrey and uh-huh. the For anybody the who doesn't know Little Shop of Horrors, this is an old reference. This was it really is. a 1980s movie where a guy raises a man-eating plant and it gets so big that he starts feeding it people. Yeah. And it's it's, and a, it's like a goofy horror movie. It really is. But it's also a musical too, which is really hilarious. <laughs> right. right. Uh, so yeah, the, the meat guy kills the, 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 the a-hole doctor dentist, uh, who's the boyfriend of the girl that he likes, who also works at the shop that he is Was this inspired by work. Sweeney Todd? Uh, no, I don't think so, okay. but they are kind of similar. Yeah. Yeah. Now, cause I didn't know this at the time as, as a, like a kid watching this, I didn't have the references to, but now that I think back on it, I'm like, wait a minute. Huh. They yeah they got some similar stuff in there yeah. love murder right musical right. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah so uh, like the you know you you've got Misty to me who's very much like an Audrey in Little Shop of Horrors and you've got Jackie who is the motorcycle driving dentist <laughs> from Little Shop of Horrors who's just a complete a hole at this point and I think a lot of it comes back to how Johnny is constantly pushing v to do the thing that johnny wants and is constantly telling him to you know just just forget trying to be nice to people you you can't be nice to people if you want to be on top and i think jackie wants to be on top enough that he's willing to listen to an egocentric person in the form of johnny and i think you you get in the situation where you get a very meek misty who is willing to try and support who she thinks is just Jackie and it ends up getting dark. And I think that's when you start to question, like that's when I think V and Victor start to talk and start to realize like something's going on with Jackie. So do you think that this version of the story then has some sort of group intervention in the form of you having to, get Jackie to the tower with the help of rogue and maybe alt 
uh-huh. to try and get Jack to, to try and get Johnny extracted at this point. Do you think Johnny takes over? Because I think maybe Johnny overwhelms Jackie. <clears throat> At, at some point, I think that's definitely plausible. Yeah, uh, I, I I think it's a race to time to try and save your friend at this point. Yeah, and it, I, and it doesn't become trying to save yourself. Right. So that way you can move on with the future story. But I think I think the problem now is is that you are you're still dealing with Arasaka, but you're also dealing with uh, your best friend who at any moment could turn into the Hulk and just try and kill you at some point. And right. You just oh, can't that, and, that's, it. and that's another thing is that like you've got the whole the whole situation with the pills and allowing Johnny more or less control. Yeah. Um, so from that standpoint, being Jackie's friend, every time you meet up with him, you may not even be sure who you talk or you're talking to. Yeah. Which and is I think that I think ja- I think Johnny would play into that. So he would lead you into situations where it's going to serve him instead of serving Jackie. And you're constantly fighting this because you can't punch your best friend in the face to knock him out. Like that's, you yeah. know, how, how do you deal with that? You can't shoot him. Cause it's not, you know, that's not going to solve anything. So now instead of you trying to do whatever it takes to fix you, now you have to try and coddle your best friend to, to preserve him in the sake of trying to remove this, mm-hmm. this ticking time bomb. Right. That is Johnny. Yeah. I can see um, sequences in the game where you're like, you show up at Jackie's place and he's like lying on the ground. He's just about to take the pill that gives Jackie control. And you're like, no, man, you can't do it. You can't do it. You got to hold on. Like those kinds of moments where Jackie's like just at his wits end. And you're just there like right at the last moment to like keep him from doing it. But like you never yeah. know if he's going to go through with it completely or um, it, it, like that. It, this creates a whole different dynamic and which is becomes very interesting because there's a lot of like, you know, like, how do you keep your friend from going insane at the same time it's you know like johnny in this case is like a virus in his head but it's i there's that there's still the dynamic of like johnny's trying to stop arasaka from doing something absolutely terrible you know with this technology that is still you know you you still want to stop them right yeah like so there's the de- that also, dilemma like well, what do you what do you do with the chip like what how do you how yeah. are you able to save jackie like you're you're also going to run into a situation too where johnny is going to want to attack arasaka and mm-hmm. you in arasaka is trying to get at jackie so you've got these two forces p- pulling towards each other right yeah yeah and you're like you have to be the person in the middle pushing the two forces apart somehow. So you start running into the situation where you've got black hand now on the street, hunting you and Jackie down instead of working with Goro to try and get to Arasaka's daughter. Mm -hmm. And that becomes its own feat. So on top of that, you still have to um, deal with all the other stuff that's been going on. And, you know, maybe the relationship that you have, between you and Judy or between you and um, I just forgot Pan Am mm-hmm. doesn't work out because Jackie intervenes and Jackie screws things up. Or maybe even you have this situation where Jackie's with you. He meets Pan Am and he starts flirting heavy with Pan Am and you're like, yo, whoa, what about Misty? What's right. going? And now you have to deal with that. Right. And maybe that's and, just Johnny's influence. Maybe he's like subconsciously influencing yeah. Johnny to be more, you know, more flirty, more aggressive, aggressive more, you know, all of that. Yeah. 
So, and yeah. you've got a uh, river as well, you know, mm-hmm. what, what would a river and a Jackie facing each other with a Johnny and Jackie's head look yeah. like? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. seems like two, two alpha males trying to right. do what they want and one asking for help and the other pushing back and saying, no, it's not worth my time. And both of them, like, you know, river is from what I remember, he still, he still has some pulls within the force. So maybe he's asked to help out Arasaka, you know, maybe he's holding that over your head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Each of the different situations, uh, even rogue, you know, how would rogue deal with Jackie in or Johnny in Jackie rather than in V yeah. How um, would Misty feel about Jackie going, letting Johnny take control to be with Rogue? Yeah. Or you know, would he even choose to do that? Would Johnny take control by that point and just make it happen? Um, yeah. You know, like, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of dynamics between all the different people. So I have, I have a twist on this, but we have to thank our patrons. So we're going to go do that. And then I'm going to throw this twist at you because I think that this becomes a really interesting potential variation on this so get ready we'll be right back Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline following is a public service announcement from the Starter Set Dungeons & Dragons podcast. This is your D&D campaign. This is the Starter Set podcast. You know how like poison frogs don't lick each other's backs? So it's Howl's Moving Castle mm-hmm. with a face. Mm. Hey there, I'm Great Mandibles. Because <laughs> one of the party speaks abyssal. You're all going to die. <laughs> and then adventure falls into your lap. This is your D&D campaign after listening to the Starter Set Podcast. So join Sam and Ed every Friday on the Starter Set Podcast for prime Dungeons & Dragons content. Any questions? Alright, we're in the middle of the show and that means that this is our time to thank our patrons, all 18 of you. Thank you for being here and supporting the show. If we have done anything to help you with your workday or your workout or your drive to work or washing your hamster then please consider going to patreon.com slash cyberpunk lorecast, checking out the different tiers and seeing what you can get to help us help us out because this is what we do for you guys. And we'd love to give you some stuff for helping to support the show. Also, if you don't have any money and you can't help us out that way, then just sharing it with a friend, leaving a rating or review on Apple podcasts is a wonderful to help us a way to help us out as well. Also, Captain Logan, we've got a movie night coming up because this month we are watching and discussing Akira 1988's Akira. And do we have a date on this yet? Yeah. So that's, that's going to be coming up. Uh, we're probably going to schedule that for uh, Saturday, the 23rd. Uh, that's going to be probably, I think 11 a.m. Pacific time, uh, 2 p.m. Eastern, I think is three hours mm-hmm. after 11. Yep. Uh, yep. So that would put it at about 7 p.m. for British summertime, 8 p.m. for uh, UTC. 
Man, you're good so, at you're good at all the different times. No, yeah, <laughs> I have to. I got a lot of pirates everywhere <laughs> in the world, man. You gotta you gotta know these time zones. Worldwide, worldwide pirate party. Um, but you don't have to be a patron to join us. We will be watching this together on the Robots Radio Discord. You can join us in there we will be chatting in the chat while we watch it this movie is available if you want to watch it on hulu so if you are a hulu subscriber or want to be a hulu subscriber for the month you can do that in order to to watch it on hulu I, it may even be free on hulu with ads i don't know if it's one I of those so, things. Yeah. so yeah it may, you could even watch it with ads if you want to watch it for free so if, you, if you're able to join us and watch it together you can do that if you're not able to join us and you want to watch it and be part of the conversation later you can do that as well and if you would like to be part of the patreon and join us at the end of the month to discuss it on the show then you just need to sign up and be one of our cyber upgrade patrons and we'd love to have a conversation with you about the cyberpunk elements in akira and we talked about it a little bit last week this movie is phenomenal especially for when it came out this was a very influential movie in the world of anime and i have a feeling you guys are going to watch parts of this film and be like they made this in 1988 yes this this is one of those films that you just i remember watching this at the time and just my my i think i've watched it when i was in middle school so it was a few years after it came out watched it on a vhs tape at my friend's house probably on like a 32 inch crt tv but like our brains were just blown away we were just like we'd never seen anything like this before um so that's gonna be a lot of fun we hope you guys can come join us again that's on the robots radio discord if you're not already on there there's a link in the show notes and you can just google it and just join us on there if you have any questions just shoot us a note and we'll see you on the 23rd all right thanks again to all our patrons you guys are the best let's do the rest of the show here we go yeah All right, Logan. So we've talked about some different variations here. We've talked about like Johnny Silverhand in Dexter Deshaun's body. We've talked about Johnny in Jackie, like plugged in and Jackie having to deal with that and going through a similar situation that V has to go through with his mind kind of being eroded by Johnny's influence. I want to throw another twist in here because I think cool. this is probably would be one of the hardest dilemmas to deal with, uh, but maybe not. So let me throw it out there. Let me know what you think. And also anybody else listening, all of our listeners, if you would like to, I would love to hear some of your thoughts on this because you might come up with some variations on this. What if that we haven't come up with, and you might have some thoughts on some of the variations that we've come up with that we didn't consider. So please let us know on the robots radio discord on the cyberpunk Lorecast channel, because we would love to see what your thoughts are on this. And Heck, who knows? Maybe you guys are going to come up with some crazy artwork or some some fanfic story that you publish and we're going to be like, oh, my God, we're going to read that. That's going to be awesome. So <laughs> let, let us know, because there's you know, you guys are very talented and awesome people. I want to I want to see what you put together. But here's here's my other premise. What if Jackie survives? Right, because that's the premise here. He's in the Delamain. He goes unconscious. He wakes up, but Johnny has at that point assumed control. And Jackie is subconsciously being repressed underneath Johnny. Johnny is the predominant personality and Jackie is the subconscious personality. What if it is mm. completely flipped by that point? Mm. So that'd be interesting because yeah. I think that's where you have to start looking at resolution and what does V have to do to help Jackie? And at what point does 
you realize that Johnny is Johnny. Like, and here's here's a, a a character question that I'm curious how people feel about with Johnny. Do do people think that Johnny would be Johnny and just not recognize that he's been an engram on a on a chip forever? Do you think he'd come out and just be his normal Johnny self, or do you start playing into the idea that? Johnny recognizes what he has, what's going on, and without letting it on, start to try and live Jackie's life and be a lie and not give away that he's Johnny. Like, which Johnny, way do you want to take it? I think Johnny's Johnny is an authentic. If 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 <laughs> it, he is flawed, but if anything, he is authentically himself. Yeah. Um. So and so he would wake up in Jackie's body. And the first thing that Johnny would do, so you would be at you would be at uh, Jackie's side. Jackie yeah. would be laying there, probably with some sort of uh, medical equipment next to him or whatever. Let's say, let's say the Delamain drops him off at um, at uh, uh, what's his Victor's. face, uh, Victor's, right? Victor's there, yeah. working on him, trying to bring him back awake. Johnny wakes up in in Jackie's body, so Johnny opens Jackie's eyes, and the first thing that comes out of his mouth is what the fuck? Who are you guys? <laughs> right. And it's yeah. Johnny talking. And then he looks down and he sees a body he doesn't recognize. Yeah. And he, and he goes, what did you do to me? Right. That's the first thing is, and then he's aggressive, but now like they, they have to like hold him back. And of course, Jackie's a big dude. So it takes Victor and, 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 and V to like, kind of like fend him off a little bit. And he's lost some blood. So he's not that hard to like hold back down. And then they like yeah. strap him down to the chair. And then he's like, what are you doing? And, and then they end up having the conversation. They're like, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Jackie. And they're like, who's, and then he goes, who's Jackie? And he's like, wait a minute, what's going on? And he's like, who's Jackie? Am I, is this Jackie? <laughs> and yeah. then, then the conversation happens and then they're like, okay that the whole time i kept thinking like that would be a smash cut to credits and you'd hear the curb your enthusiasm <laughs> song and it's like you know yeah yeah so so that's, that's the situation thought. i think would happen and then they would they would johnny would get the gist of like i was on the chip now i'm in the brain of this you know this big doofus is that's what Johnny would think, right? This big doofus and yeah. holy crap. And then, and then Johnny would go, Oh, is that the voice that I hear when I, yep. Yeah. He's yelling at me. I'm not giving him control, you know? And then, so th th this is an inch. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to do the, the dirty thing here and I'm going to fast forward to the end of the game. Okay. This is where I see it would be a really cool experience to have to come to terms with and, and when I think of this, I think of uh, movies where you have uh, a stranger in a strange land where you are now mm -hmm. with Johnny and you've been with Johnny for so long that you do miss Jackie. But how do you say goodbye to Johnny? Right. So the the whole plot of this becomes how like you, you still have the plot of V and Johnny getting acquainted with each other. And yeah. being more and more okay with each other, even though they're very different people, and the the situation where they are, you know, brought together in a, in a situation where they don't necessarily want to be together, but they have to be, right? Yeah, that's still the plot. It's a very similar plot to when Johnny's in V's head, but the difference here is that V is stuck to the situation because V is constantly trying to save Jackie. Yeah, and 
in this situation, Johnny could at any point choose to do something that is against that breaks the boundaries of what V is willing to do with Jackie's body. Yeah. And V would then need to do what to, in order to like V needs to it, probably V's perspective here is then the the V's goal is how do I get Johnny out of Jackie in order to save Jackie. Yeah. And what technology is available to me? Do I need to make a deal with the devil? Do I need to make a deal with Arasaka? Does Arasaka promise V something that they can't deliver in order to get the chip back? And then V takes, you know, like that's one of the options. V convinces Johnny, yeah, we're going to assault the tower. We're going to take them out. But then V double crosses Johnny. They capture him. They, and then V finds out that, oh, guess what? We never were going to be able to save Jackie anyway. Thanks for delivering the chip to us, you know, like, and then you end up with this bitter ending or, you know, like this could create multiple endings, right? We end up with a very similar plot, but very different motivation on V's side. This is, this would be interesting because I could, I could see there be a really, I I would love to see how this plays out in the sense that Johnny is transferable and Jackie like the like we get to the i would love to see to uh to the point of of what happens when you get jackie as uh, johnny as jackie for enough time to where you uncover a way to at least transfer him and now you have to play with the idea of johnny can survive but johnny still needs a body to survive the relic can't survive without it mm-hmm. but much like one of the choices at the end of uh at the end of cyberpunk when you let johnny take over he would take over johnny's uh, jackie or you know, v's body um in this instance what if it was one of those situations where someone that was in cyberpunk that we played through we knew was dying and we had an opportunity to transfer johnny's engram to that body like saul would johnny Uh go into saul's body and then become saul and then have like a leadership role in the aldecados with panem oh god they never liked each other i don't know i I don't i think anybody that johnny goes into he's going to make his own yeah i don't think he's going to take on the personality or the role of that other person oh you know who would have been perfect for this the crucifixion guy yeah yeah the crucifixion yeah, guy that's what i was gonna say too <laughs> because that then would, he was technically he would be dead and yeah. nobody would think that he's alive anymore and then johnny could just be him somewhere else be him yeah yeah <laughs> it'd be really interesting to see like if if plus his jesus complex doing. he could resurrect <laughs> oh god oh man it would it would tie in like the end game is getting johnny to this guy in time before the murder or before Mm -hmm. the the sacrifice and and getting in there just in time and then having to fight against the people who are trying to stop him because they're like this is an execution what the hell are you guys trying to do with this body well no this is going to kill him let me just plug the chip in it's believe me we're going to kill him it's fine (laughs) it's fine he's not going to come back he's not going to come back this is going to kill him anyway yeah and then that whole that whole scene where um you have the have the confrontation with the family members the ones that were uh, that he killed the, the family of mm-hmm. uh, that happens like after Johnny's in control mm-hmm. and they come, they come to realize that it's not the guy that was, that was actually the murderer, but yeah. how does Johnny deal with that? You know, and, and that's a whole thing. So in, with Johnny being in control, 
the only outcome is to try and transfer Johnny to another body. But how do you how do you find someone willing to let that person take over? And what if it was someone who was planning on dying anyway? Well, what if what if they don't have to be willing? What if Johnny just makes the decision and says, fine, I'll transfer myself. And then he chooses. Ooh, like, that would be a multiple ending right there. That's that's an ending, too, because what if what if V is it? What if V and Jackie, because Jackie's still in his head, are able to convince him of like, listen, we'll make a deal with you. We'll, we will help you assault Arasaka Tower. We don't like these guys either. We don't want them to get the chip. They need to go down. They've been doing this. They they put us in this situation. They screwed Jackie. We they they're going to get it. But you need to get out of Jackie's head and we don't care whose body you go into. You need to pick another body. You know, you know, it would be great. <laughs> it goes into the, Goro's body. <laughs> no, no, no. Better. Uh, Saburo's son. He goes to yeah, Teka. Hel- Helman and Goro. Uh-huh. Are are forced into helping you transfer Johnny into Saburo Arasaka's son's body, uh-huh. and Saburo uh-huh. died, not knowing that his son would then be in control of the person who bombed it. There you 50 go. Fifty years ago. There you go. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy. Yeah, that, yeah, that would be I, crazy. That's kind of where I think it would go. I think you it would be one of those situations where you don't want to say goodbye, but there's either <laughs> there's there's an alternative where you you have to either say goodbye to Johnny or you have to find a body for him to transfer or, into. Or, okay, and here's my final, here's my final or. Or, during the assault on Arasaka Tower, your one other option is, in the fight with Adam Smasher, you pull the chip out and plug oh. it into Adam Smasher. God, that would be justice. And then, it like pans to this weird, like, cyber conflict inside Adam Smasher's head where Johnny and Adam are fighting virtually. That's Matrix Three. Boom! Boom! Congratulations! Right there. We just wrote Matrix Three better than they did. <laughs> and, then, and then Johnny ends up taking over Adam Smasher's crazy Borg body. Yeah, yeah. And then Carrie Fisher that's has his, to figure out why she's in love with a big cyborg. <laughs> that's his ultimate revenge, right there. That that would be yeah. amazing. Yeah, the guy that the guy that that took down Johnny so that he would yeah. get captured is the body. The now the receptacle for Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. Although would Johnny so okay, so then if that's the case, what if Johnny does do that, but now Johnny is dealing with this like tortured thought of I'm in the body of the guy that that practically right? killed me. Right. Like what do you do with that? Like I what hate do you this do person when you're in the and body I'm in him person? now? Like face off didn't prepare us for this kind of a storyline. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> How do you deal with that? How do you deal with the idea that you're in the body of the person that killed you? Uh, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, this is like, there's some messed up kind of stuff like that in, um, altered carbon. That's true. There's, they, yeah. they do some of that stuff. Uh, I don't want to yep. give away any spoilers, Sim- similar kinds of things. Um, yeah, that's good show, right? Yeah, it's pretty good. I, I like it. We got through the whole first <laughs> season. Uh, yeah, it's, it's good. It's a good show. Um, it, it moves a little quickly at the end. Like for as slow yeah, as the first does. few episodes are, there's a lot of stuff that happens as it gets closer to the end. I can kind of. It unraveled yeah. a lot faster than I expected it to. And I was like, mm, that's, it's quick, but okay, that's fine. Yeah, the, the ending isn't as strong as the as the lead up to it. But man, the lead up to it, so yeah. good. Yeah, I would have <sighs> I would have been happier with everything that happens in the first season taking like three seasons of just like, right? like yeah. very slow, but like interesting and long arcs. 
Yeah, the, and, the pacing of that of that that noir storyline mm-hmm. is great. They just needed to really kind of milk it to tease things out so that every every episode wasn't like, oh, you're making a giant leap forward. It's like, no, let's let's figure some of that stuff out a little bit later. Let's not make it so easy for him to figure that stuff out. Yeah. But yeah, I love yeah. I love that show. If anyone's listening, hasn't watched Altered Carbon, you really, really just need to like shell up the money for a month of Netflix and just binge the whole season. Yeah. And just really, really kind of, especially if you're a cyberpunk fan, it's such a good show to watch. It it's, really is. Yeah. It's, we need, we need words for, so I don't get caught up with the whole, like, not every cyberpunk needs to have rain in it. Um, <laughs> we need to, we need like, okay. So like it's stereotypically a cyberpunk, right? Like it is the, it is one of the most, like it is, it is classically cyberpunk, it. but is also one of the most stereotypically cyberpunk shows that you will watch. Not in yeah. a negative way. But in a like, like the the list that somebody would come up with when they first think about things, it checks those things off. You know, like, yeah. is there neon on the streets? Yes. Is there, you know, augmented <laughs> body parts? Yes. Are there, you know, like, like, it, does it rain a lot? Sure. Why not? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really good show. But yeah, I, I love I love the idea of, of some of these twists on cyberpunk. We've we've definitely gone into the idea of what it would be like if Johnny wasn't in your body. Cause I, I think that opens you up to experiment a lot more. I think your choices would be a lot different too. I think the choices that you make in cyberpunk would be vastly different because you're not constantly under the, under this like ticking time bomb of you're going to die. Like you could have a future with Pan M if you wanted to. And maybe once you're done helping uh, Jackie, then you can go to Arizona and, and the story yeah. could continue on from there. Right. The, the possibilities at least feel more free. And the, the one thing that I'm, I'm curious about is with this, what if, if you were no longer the, the, the center point of the story of, as far as like you were going to die, would Jackie or excuse me, would V stay in night city? If he didn't feel like he was being, if he was being targeted so harshly by everyone because of this chip, he wouldn't be subject to, to constantly being hunted by Arasaka or dealing with all this stuff. So he wouldn't have had to deal with as much per se. Like there's a good chance that not a lot of that would happen. Unless, unless you were just associated with everything and felt like you were caught up in all of it and needed, needed a change. Um, yeah. You know, because, but he's kind of known this his whole life. Yeah. Like it, it is literally the catalyst of Johnny that ends up pushing him to the point where he's either going to die guns blazing mm-hmm. or he's going to die from the relic or he's going to get out of there and die anyway. Yeah. But he still, he hasn't reached that pinnacle of his life. So would he have still stayed in night city to continue pushing himself to that future that he wants? Right. Right. Like would, if Jackie died mm. from, the relic and you never had the relic would would v would v continue on and just accept that people die i don't i wonder if it even matter i wonder if if the different life paths play into that too i wonder if uh if if v hadn't had the chip v wouldn't have had to go to rogue to find out about hellman Mm -hmm. so there's a good chance you may never have met pan m or the aldicados oh sure yeah and that whole storyline, because she was in the bar, but 
It was yeah. because of you might have you going to the afterlife fact, because of the chip. Yeah. In fact, some of those, you know, there are a number of other relationships you probably could have said didn't necessarily happen. I'm wondering, see, I even want to, I kind of want to roll it back and see like what would happen if you couldn't get the flathead. Like how would, how would that yeah. have turned out? Yeah. Like uh, what if, what if you had been, what if you had uh, gone to Meredith she took the flathead and gave you another opportunity to do it somewhere else to where you wouldn't mm. have had to, uh, had to go up to that one moment when Saburo and his son were in that apartment. What if it had been at a different time? Like the confluence of those. Yeah. The timing of that is so integral to the entire story. Right. Right. That yeah. one shift in that would have been drastically different for the outcome. Right. Hey, you know what? I think I would love to hear some of our um, listeners thoughts on potential what if topics for the rest of the month, because yeah. we're going to we're going to cover these for the rest of the month because October is a, a wonderful time to do things a little bit differently. So this will be the the next episode is going to be a what if the next episode after that's going to be what if and then eventually we're going to have our, our patron episode. But um, but I want to I want to find out what what are your what ifs and I want you guys to pitch us. We've got some other ones we're considering covering. And I was thinking about just pulling one of out of, out of the bag and saying, this is the one we're going to do next week. But then it occurred to me, I was like, you know what? You guys might have even better ideas than we do. So pitch us your ideas, tweet them at us, send them to us on the discord. And we're going to pick one from the ones you guys submit. If, if it's something that you guys submit to us, um, it, then we're, we're, we'll call you out. We'll be like, this is submitted by so-and-so. Thank you for the idea. Here's our thoughts on this and and we'll go with that um also if you have some thoughts on this one and they're worth noting on the next episode then we'll we we might reference those on the next episode if i can find them <laughs> sometimes things yeah. get buried uh in messages and things but um i'll try to i'll, I'll, I'll try keep to, an eye out yeah i'll try to make note of some of this stuff on the next episode as well so um yeah some interesting yeah. stuff because this stuff could go very different directions if you just you change one key thing in the story and things completely change so this has been a fun yeah. conversation logan yeah definitely and and i and i genuinely want fo call to action if you're listening to this you have until next weekend you get seven days add us on twitter see cyberpunk lore just at cyberpunk lore on mm -hmm. twitter with your what if for cyberpunk 2077 give us a twist that we can riff off of for next yeah. episode we'll call you out on show we'll let you we'll let people know who whose idea we go with uh i want to see some interesting ideas yeah I, and i want you know what i'd love to find one that's at on the surface sounds like a minor thing but actually has huge ramifications yeah because that those like, are the most interesting like you could say something like what if johnny never blew up arasaka tower you know like oh well okay that's a big that's a big thing with huge ramifications right that changes everything from 2020 on here's here's one that give me like I'm a, give me a tiny thing that has big ramifications a tiny the, thing at the bar uh, as street kid johnny or street kid v uh the bartender gets his nose broken uh -huh. And you go upstairs to talk to the dude that's up there and he sends you on the mission to go steal the car. Right. His nose never broke. Or if your bros never know, you broke, you'd <laughs> your never be bros sitting bros never noke? Yeah. That's great. Words. That was great. If your if your rose never broke, uh -huh. then you'd be kissed by a rose from a flame. Like a seal? Maybe. 
was a good seal of approval. Uh, yeah. If your if your nose had never been broken, would you be at that bar cracking it, fixing it, and then talking to the bartender about what's going on? That one little change, one little change, could have kept you from meeting Jackie. Could have kept you from all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So something like that. Yeah. Chat. One little thing that Listeners. could have had big ramifications. Uh, that's what I. That's what I know. It doesn't even have to be at the beginning of the story. It could be something towards the end. That would that's true. change things so like it doesn't you know, it could be anywhere. So, yeah, give us give us your really crazy thoughts. Um, Logan, you have anything cool going on you want to share? Uh, season four is in full swing for Sea of Thieves. So if you guys have not had a chance to jump into Sea of Thieves since a pirate's life, uh, definitely jump in. There's a whole bunch of new shrines going on. Uh, we're getting some Halloween stuff starting up on the 7th, so that'll be kicking off this week. Uh, and Keelhauled is just going on. So if you want more Sea of Thieves news or if you want to keep up to date with that, head over to your podcatcher, Spotify, wherever you guys go to. Uh, look for Sea of Thieves Keelhauled. You'll find me uh, with my my podcast there. Or just message me on Twitter at C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N. I'm always in the Robots Radio Discord, keeping an eye on the Cyberpunk channel as well, too. So if you have some ideas post them there i'll keep an eye on them put them in a doc and we'll uh, address them for next episode awesome awesome yeah and uh i've been streaming in the mornings this is my thing i've been doing the last the last two weeks every morning starting around 8 30 eastern which is pretty early pacific <laughs> we'll just say pretty early it's 5 30 can you believe it that time does not exist uh nope. 5 30 in the morning pacific but in the mornings i've been streaming i've been working on stuff i've been playing games last week i played a lot of new world because it came out um but i'm streaming in the mornings until the middle of the day come on by twitch.tv slash robots radio come hang out with me be my co-workers we chatted up while I'm editing videos and doing all this different stuff I need to do in the mornings. And if I get, get done a bunch of my stuff, oftentimes I'm playing games or if I just want to just play games and chat with you guys instead of doing my stuff and then I'll do my work in the later in the afternoon, you know, I work for myself. I can make my own freaking hours. So come hang out with me. I'd love to spend some time with you guys and you can be my coworkers because otherwise I'm just sitting here by myself with my two dogs and it gets lonely and I don't want to be lonely. Not on, not in your Halloween. Not on my house. That's where spooky ghosts go. That's where spooky ghosts go. <laughs> what are people watching for Halloween? I'm curious about that. Too. Oh, there's the new Midnight Mass show. Here's really good. I need to watch that. Have you yeah. watched his other stuff? The um, Haunting of uh, Blind no. Manor and House Hill? No, or not yet. Those are? those are good. Start this with month, those. Though. Start with those. They're good. They're both different, but they're both good in their own ways. Um, I good enjoyed those. Good and different. Uh, kind of traditionally spooky, which I like. I like spooky. I don't like jump scare. They're more traditionally I'll, spooky. That's good. They're kind of just spooky, creepy stories, which that's what I like, which I, I like. Too. I like slender man stuff. I don't like, uh, I yeah, don't like they're more jumping out slender and, man. They're more, they're more traditionally like when I think Halloween, I don't, th- I think more traditionally like creepy ghost stories. These are more creepy ghost stories. How? Uh, there's oh i can't think of what it's called but there's uh there's one that's like an anthology of stories but they all tie together and the guy did krampus as well but i can't think of what that one is called but yeah there's one movie that i Mm. I historically it's got the little kid with a little pumpkin and he's got the little uh lollipop dagger Uh, i don't know what that is i'll have to look it up okay i watch it every every halloween though absolutely love it. yeah i've also been watching uh what we do in the shadows Oh yeah. God, that's great. Which Love is, that show. Which is super fun. So yeah, I'm about, I don't know, seven episodes in now. Um, yeah. I've, I've Halloween. been putting off watching that, but that's a good Halloween one. 
because you yeah. know vampires <laughs> so great it's so good so i love how just silly they are because yeah. then doing traditionally like you know spooky things that aren't spooky i, I just love it um yeah. but yeah anyway uh, we love to hear what you guys are watching for halloween too come let us know all right guys we gotta we gotta get going thanks for thanks for being here logan thanks for being here chat and all of our listeners we really do appreciate you guys hanging out with us and we'll see you next week for another what if all right guys stay safe in nice city talk to you later bye Thanks for tuning in to the Cyberpunk Lorecast. This show is a part of the Robots Radio Network, smart podcasts for interesting people. If you'd like to help support the show, please tell a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. If you'd like to get in contact, please send an email to cyberpunklorecast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at cyberpunklore. Also, join the community on the Robots Radio Discord. The link is in the show notes. The music on the show was written and performed by The Midnight and was used with their permission. Go check them out at themidnightofficial.com. Until next time, stay safe in Night City. We'll talk to you later. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Hey Guardians, we are the Destiny Show Podcast, a weekly podcast about all things Destiny 2. We invite amazing guests from the Destiny community to share their stories and discuss the latest topics from the world of Destiny. Check us out on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, or live on Twitch every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. We will see you starside. Are you an avid player of the Elder Scrolls Online and looking to take your game to that next level? Well, the Red Diamond Courier Podcast is here to help. I'm Bob Chichinsky. And I'm Dogbark24. We are two experienced players aiming to help others learn and improve through in-game knowledge and references. From PvE to PvP, and everything in between. There's sure to be something for you in the Red Diamond Courier. We We hope hope you check check us out. out. Thanks. When a wasteland detective and a vault girl cross paths, no criminal is safe. You're both under arrest. Don't move a muscle if you know what's good for you. Based in Bethesda's Fallout series, follow Walter and Bunny as they traverse the Texas Commonwealth and New Vegas, busting big crime rings. We'll need all we can to expand into Vegas territory. And surviving anything the wasteland can throw at them. It's him! It's the Mothman! Featuring a series of nail-biting narratives and guest stars from across the Fallout community. It's anybody's guess what thrilling case is up next. War never changes, does it, Bonnie? No, it certainly does not. True Vault Escapades, a Fallout audio drama. Available anywhere you get podcasts.